Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live. Well, you know by now, it's maybe not live. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's podcasting, YouTube, things. So we're here for you every day of the week, 24 7. Introducing Third and Atlantic with your host, Joel. That's me. That's me. And some guy, Ed, who did it this week. So, congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. I mean, it didn't matter. We like you. You happily said that because you know it didn't mean shit. You happily said that because it didn't. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's just go straight into it because this is what happened last week on the first down. I picked the Colts to win, and I think I did my duty as a Steelers fan. I just had to wear the jersey today, just so uh, everyone knows where my loyalties lie. But as a Steelers fan, I knew what had to happen. I had to sacrifice myself for the greater good. You're as bad as Stephen A. You're, a ba- you're as bad as Stephen A. Oh, I know. Oh. I had to. I told you when I was you're doing the pick, I told you. I said, I want the Steelers to win. But in order for this streak to be snapped, I have to do something drastic. And I picked the Colts. And the Colts were destroyed. Oh, they were destroying us. They were destroying us. But it kicked in. It kicked in. Half time, the situation flipped. And we had a great comeback victory. This is more, I would say, an indictment on Colts than it is Steelers doing well. I think I mentioned it to you previously in terms of Colts now have massive buyer's regret over, over Philip Rivers. They're like, damn, we picked up the wrong QB. This was not the guy for us. Although saying they could that... Have had Brady. They could have had Brady. Although saying that, they could have... I'm trying to think of the other options. Maybe Brady, maybe Cam, but Cam... Let's, no, not, well, let's well. not go there. Let's not go there. That was a steep hill that he dropped That's who off. I feel. I feel sorry for Cam himself. I do not oh. know what has happened there. Did you see that stat how uh, Josh Allen's now got more touchdowns in Gillette Stadium than... Oh, passing touchdowns in Gillette Stadium than Cam Newton does? Josh Allen's... Well, that, that isn't surprising. They, they went like a whole half the season without a passing touchdown. Imagine saying at the end of the year, Josh Allen will have four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns. Can you have in two games? In two games, or one game, one game, one game. Um, But then, when you look at, um, so when you look at Cam, when you look at his running ability, to be fair, he still has it for the most part. Um, There were that that touchdown that shouldn't have been a touchdown. He should have been tackled at least three times, at least three times in that. But yeah, talking about the Colts. I'm I'm worried now with them going into the playoffs how they will perform because I mentioned to you, I don't I don't care how these big big teams perform against the small teams I don't care because you're not going to see them week 18 19 20 and the last five I'm looking at the last five weeks and how you performed against the big teams Colts mm-hmm. I'm not liking what I saw from them I'm not liking their chances in the playoffs and as I mentioned last week I'm only looking at the playoff teams and what they can do moving forward um, so as Joel was alluding to I did win this week so now the score is. Five two. Um, what a sh- what a shit past seven weeks for me. But anyway, five two. My picks went six and two. So last week there were five. Last week there were. What did I get? How did I do last week as well? Five and three. So last week I was five and three. This week six six and two. My two incorrect picks were Eagles against Cowboys, and yep. the Panthers against Washington, which yep. uh, Washington is now just the bit of a shit show in itself Again. you went you went four and four yep dead even you with f- a sacrifice with a sacrifice <laughs> you know what? I, i'll give you five and three if you want it either way no, do what i really want back do you know who i really want back i was gonna get what? to that your first oh pick go, go, your go, first go. pick oh I'm, I'm so fed up 
I try and be nice. I try and be a good human. I try to be impartial with my picking. And the Browns lose to the Jets, the team that we thought were going winless two weeks ago. We thought we were going winless two weeks ago. And I try and extend my non-biased opinion to pick the Browns. And they not only lose, they get dominated. Yeah. They get dominated by just which fair enough. The Jets have now had maybe four good games in which they have played well this season. Yep. They've won two of them, lost two of them. But this one, this one looked like a team that was trying to get into the playoffs. Like they, oh, they suffocated them. Baker couldn't do nothing. The run game, although it had some big, there were some big runs that did lead to touchdowns. For the most part, they contained everything and everyone. And then what were the, what were the Browns corners doing? It just makes no sense. The Browns a simple. Did, go, go on. I was gonna say the Browns did get a little bit of a pass because of their receivers that had to pull out last minute. Um, which is it's a fair excuse. I'm okay, not so them, uh, why why are your QBs giving off big TDs then? Yeah. Why can a guy in a green jersey run into the end zone from the 40 yard line without being covered until he, the ball is almost in his hands? Instead of shitting the Jets, I want to give the Jets a bit of praise in it. Like credit to them for still fighting out last couple of games when everyone's trying to shit by them. But Sam yeah. Darnold, what are we think about Sam Darnold? It is he what, saved what's his he job. Going to do? Has he, has he he definitely saved his job. I think if unless um, Ohio State and Justin Fields do amazing in this first play, uh, college playoff game, I think he saved his job. We don't need that. We 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 need. We need the boy in Clemson to ball out. We need the boy in Clemson to ball no, out. No, you don't. Uh, you you want him to play as little matches from now on until he gets signed by you guys. Anyway. There's no way, no matter what happens this playoffs, there's no way he's still not going number one. So congratulations to you. I won't get ahead of myself. No, congratulations to you. As the Jags, no. you are the, the, the team that no, are going no. to ruin his future. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew there was going to be a backhanded compliment from you near the end. But... Um, <laughs> It's always, as an Arsenal fan, you should know, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. I will not make any false hopes. So oh, as I'm seeing it, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear what you say. I don't want to hear what the media is saying. I, I don't want to hear it because then you'll get my hopes up and I don't want that to happen. So I'm staying level-headed. I'm like, you know what? He'll just be, he'll be calm. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. I'm not getting my hopes up. Okay, no, no, no. I'm not going to talk about that. But I was talking about there is no way, even you and your cynical self, there is no way you don't. Don't believe that you're not going to pick him number one. Oh yeah, no, no, we are picking him number one, but I'm not getting my hopes up about what he can do. Um, because okay, every... now the next question is: Is he better than Gardner Minshew? Yes, and I mean Gardner Minshew is a sixth round pick. Like, I do right, really Mitch hope. Mania a year ago. I that, that's fine. Like, I but you're compare. Okay, I think a better question could be: Where would Minshew go in this year's draft? Um. He was sitting around in that draft. <laughs> he was his, that draft. Stock has definitely risen since then, obviously, uh, with fair reason. And I don't know enough about the college QBs to say. Maybe some people... Nah, maybe Trask has fifth everything. Or six. But I, I do really hope Minshew gets a starting gig because in a decent team, I think he can do a decent job. Uh, he's shown that he's got the ability to create something from nothing and make those sort of plays. I'd mm. like to see him maybe in a Kyle Shanahan system or maybe... Maybe the Rams could do with him. Maybe. No, I'm out. Wait, wait. Do with who? Minshew. He's gonna ship him off. Not even a backup. What's he gonna back up? Like we all know, Trevor Lawrence should be the starter. 
Yeah, so then the backup. Um, the backup is, is know, usually going to be a vet. In that no, situation, we, we, the backup will usually be a vet. No? No, yeah, but we've seen we've seen these QBs go on these shows and they talk about the roles of the backup QBs, which are normally um, you're the scout guy, you're the one writing up all the notes, you're the one looking for tells and all that stuff in, in the film thing, um, on opponent's film, sorry. So, like, you're doing all like, the research, effectively. Uh, I mean, just getting in their ear, showing them what you see from the sideline. And to be fair, if Josh Dobbs can be a great backup QB, I'm pretty sure Gardner Minshew can. But I think Gardner Minshew would want to play and is show a capability to compete for a starting job. And that's fair. Like, he should be able to compete for a starting job. I reckon, you know who I'd like to see in Jacksonville be a backup? Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, I think, would be really fun no. as a backup. Why? No. Uh, yes yes, and no. You don't want Fitzmagic um, backing up your fresh rookie QB because, as we've seen, he will get people to really want him to play. Like, that, whether it'll that divide is the locker room, whether it'll, it'll divide the fan base, whether you're always looking over your shoulder. When Fitz goes in from a backup role, when Fitz goes in from a backup role, he looks like an MVP for a bit. We will we will get into Miami and fit and Fitz Magic later on, but I think the two situation would be different to the Trevor Lawrence situation. But anywho, before I get ahead of myself, um so as I was saying, Joel, you went four and four. So the first game was that the first game that you lost was Brown Jets. Your third pick also flopped, which was Absolutely. 49ers cards. Um I've also yep. got some comments about the cards, but we'll get into that into our picks. Um, your fifth pick, which you'll discount because it was Colts Steelers, and then your seventh pick, Bengals Texans. Um, both our fifth and seventh picks, seventh picks were incorrect. So we had back to back fifth incorrect mm. picks and back to back seventh incorrect picks. Quite interesting, I thought. But I, I just, I just want to know. We've we've seen. Have you you've seen the um. The JJ run, right? The JJ yeah. Yeah, rally yeah. cry. I really want to know what is going on behind the scenes there. That a team that is supposedly good, that just had a bad, just had a, a bad GM and head coach that was sabotaging them, compared to a team that was considered terrible from the outset um, and needed a savior, and then he went down. I really want to know what is going on in between in those two organizations that have caused them to be what they are mm, yeah i get what you mean and i think it could be a top-down thing like from the top you saw that a lot of things were incorrect in the way things were handled but from a professional standpoint guy in terms of guys coming in late and what jj was saying i don't know what mm. could have caused that because i don't think that was part of bill o'brien's mo maybe that the can't new be coach that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying all if all that was going on during Bill O'Brien. We would have heard that before because people were ready to slander Bill O'Brien. He's gone now, and this is the behaviour that's come in. That's you, and you don't have a head. You, like you don't have a head coach. It's a caretaker head coach at most, um, at best even. So that kind of behaviour now it means they're taking a piss out of him. They're taking a piss out of him, and that's that needs a serious rebuild then. It does also feel now a lot of the players, probably the ones JJ was calling out, maybe playing for their for their Texans career coming up. Um, and in, ter- in terms of head coach and GM roles, that could be arguably number two, number three best opening in the league. Or oh, maybe number two. The Jags and Texans are definitely one and two in terms of positions that you would want, head office positions, front office positions. Oh, okay. You're, yeah, you want the Jags now. Yeah, you'd want the Jags now. Like, in terms of it's just capital, draft capital, 
salary cap and some nice young pieces. That's what's going with the Jags. With the Texans, you've got a franchise QB, not a lot of draft capital compared to the Jags, mm-hmm. and some decent pieces as well. You'll need to win over JJ. He's um, he's at, he's and, at the end of his he's got two yeah years but you you want to you need to convince him to stay he's not the problem out of everything going on he is f- far from the problem I get it I don't think it would take too much convincing to stay I think you just need to convince him on the project rather than <laughs> yeah. um, rather than he said he, he said he doesn't want to stay for a rebuild but you need him to change the to change the culture and to set a culture for them you'll need him. you'll need him he is Houston. Very, very random thing that I remembered, obviously, being a Jags fan is, so part of the Jacksonville defence, we had, obviously, that beat your CS team. Um, our slot corner that year was Aaron Colvin. He was on his rookie deal with us, and his rookie deal expired that year. He mm-hmm. ended up signing for the Texans, like a five- or a four-year big contract deal. Mm-hmm. And I think one or two years after that, he was released and I was like, wow, like what has happened to the Texans that they've been releasing these big free agent signings? Either Bill O'Brien was a lot, the deeper down you look at signings, Bill O'Brien was a lot worse than people would initially think. Or yeah. the Texans just haven't been able to develop players. And I'm worried it could be the latter because I'm not sure how many breakout players they've had really since Deshaun Watson, really. Like, I don't know. I don't know I, maybe I'm not following Texans close enough, but I'd love to definitely no, love to tell what people think about the Texans team yeah. in general. Yeah, Watson's was their last, you know, breakout pick. Um, D Hop was their. You well, you're starting to see with the kind of Cardinals thing, how he can now rub uh, a Bill O'Brien the wrong way, and that they can beef from when he's saying he needs to, he could he practices when he practices whenever he wants, um, which at one point you'd be like, he's a veteran that needs to make it through this year. You ever to be fair. No matter what happens during the week, you need him on Sundays. So now your job becomes making sure he can make he can be there for as many Sundays as possible. But then you're trying to build that with people are looking at him as an example. Now, if everyone wants to practice when they want to practice, yeah. it now becomes a problem. So then you've got, but then you've got you've moved that person now away from the organization for nothing, but you've moved them away. Um, and it seems like not that kind of culture, but those kind of I'll get there when I get there kind of feelings seem to be lingering around. Um, so you, you, it makes you wonder. It does make you wonder. That team what, dynamic, what that team dynamic in terms of leadership and star player yeah. uh, situation within the team. It's quite interesting with James Harden now in the NBA world talking about like how he some sort of sometimes of using his powers, being a star player and turning on screens whenever. And there's that, there was that in the article revealing this there was a Russell Westbrook story where they're in the bubble they've got film session and James Harden's late but and Russell Westbrook's getting p- pissed off and he's saying to, to the coach like start the tape like what's well, fine with that and start the tape it's like no because then so that's repeat everything to James Harden those sort of things um I guess it's harder to do in the NFL when you've got a squad of 53 compared to 12 geezers on a basketball court yeah getting 53 guys and you're assuming three or four of them are going to be the superstars and if they don't want to play ball, how do you manage that? But yeah, interesting. You can't manage it. You can't manage it. You can't manage it. No, I'll say it's not going to say it's easy. You can manage it. You can manage it. Um, and we've there's time after time about veterans get different treatment and all that. 
um, you hear those stories that when the star players that are now, you know, TV pundits and all that kind of thing, they yeah. come out and they, they tell their story and how they practice and how they got through the week. So clearly it's a thing that happens. It's a thing that yeah. happens a lot. Um, but what you what you're trying to do is make sure the other people in the team understand that this isn't taking a liberty, but certain people we do need at certain times. And like say say LeBron came in and said, uh, today I can't practice. What you're assuming is um, the research <laughs> done in his body would suggest, or whoever is looking after his body has told him we've hit a certain threshold. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, scale yeah. it back, scale it back for a sec. We can move again. You get what I mean? What we do, what we don't want is our stars going down um, in practice. You know the ACLs that you hear. Um, you don't want them to start to start happening again because it's happened. We've lost in seasons past. We've lost big stars to injuries in practice. Sure, so what you're trying to do is manage one. that. And if they get, yeah, if if they get an injury in the game, they get an injury in the game. That's the game. Yeah. But we need to get them to that game. So that's what it is. Anywho, right? Yeah. So as I said, that made it five two, but. The results didn't matter too much because we know Joel's got the first pick in the e, in the NFC and the AFC when it comes to the playoffs, similar to this week. So best case scenario turns five three, worst case is six two. Yeah, I was gonna say these these two weeks are really about building momentum. Um, so you've got teams that were still in playoff spots like the Cardinals um, that are still fight, that were still fighting for a playoff spot. Cardinals and that still are fighting for a playoff spot Cardinals but now it's a bit harder now it's they've kind of do it when when you pick those teams you think okay they're going to come in they're really going to try hard because if they win this week at least eases next week you know I mean it's, it's still in their hands whereas now the list for trying to get in is a, a bit more complicated yeah I need we need to win um, we need this team to lose this team to tie lose draw whatever we need this other team to win and beat them so you're, you're, you're trying to that's what these weeks are for, but this is what it's harder to pick. Because some people, when it gets closer to the playoffs and they haven't secured their spot, um, they get a bit demotivated, it seems. Uh, they get they lose a bit of interest because they think, uh, even if we win, you know, we're not going to be in anyway because they're relying on other things. But that's really what you're trying to pick in these two weeks. And I can honestly say last week, I failed it. I failed uh, saying that, we're going to move into the second hour. We're going to be looking at making our picks for week 17. So yes, the sir. second down of today's show mm-hmm. over the schedule. So we've got all Sunday games. I love the fact that they're all divisional games. You love to see it. They knew they knew this year was going to be this year was going to be a bit of a sticky one. So they decided if we actually make it to week 17, it's going to be a good week. Hey. Also, by the way, AFC oh. is clearly the better division um, with the... thousand percent. The lowest... The lowest, uh, the best conference this year with the lowest team able to get in is 10 and 5 right now. And there's like three of them, three or four of them like that. One, um, two, five of them. Five, five of them, them yeah. are 10 and 5 so, at the moment. So, so the, the two that are in there at the moment are off a of strength of schedule or a little tiebreaker. So the problem now becomes you need to be uh, 11 and 5 to get into the playoffs or you need everyone to lose and be 10 and 5. So the, there are five teams that are 10 and 5. Two of them are the Titans and the Colts who are yep. playing for the division on for the AFC South. 
yep. this weekend. Uh, so one of them is about to get in permanent on a permanent. Yeah. But then out those, so there's five teams that are 10 and five. In a ranking, because of Central schedule and all those other malarkey, Titans are top and Colts are out of the playoffs at the moment. So the Colts need Colts. The Colts need either the Browns, Ravens, or Dolphins to lose. Or, or you're, look, you're looking at who has the you're looking at who has the carded game. You're looking at Colts and Jags, and you're looking at Titans and Texans. So that's fine, but then they've also need to look at the Browns game, the Ravens game, and Dolphins game. At the end, once we made our picks, we'll discuss who will make the playoffs because I've jotted down who I think will be. And as you were saying, there are, there could potentially be a situation. West, yeah, where the team in eighth it's in still the AFC is eleven and five yep. and not making the not making the expanded playoffs that's been expanded yep. to seven teams and it's eleven and five, and then that's the team ridiculous. in seventh in the NFC could be eight and eight. How the tables turn. For years, they were saying the NFC is the harder division. Not, not anymore. You can have other conference even. You can have an eight and eight team and a six and ten team make the playoffs in the NFC. But what anyway, to be alive. But both, both of us are fans of AFC teams, so yeah. Getting a little payback. That's all it is. Uh, anyway, Ed, <laughs> as the numero uno, here we go. First pick. Uh, uh, I'm going to enjoy these first picks because Jack's got them, I've got one now it pays to be shit at times it pays to be Mm -hmm. shit so uh, House Lasku is on the clock and with the first pick the last pick, the last first pick of the regular season Mm -hmm. House Lasku selects the Tennessee Titans against the Houston Texans I don't know what that was if you've seen my face, yeah I, for some reason, I thought you you said Texans. No, and in no. my head, I exploded. <laughs> I was like, "What? There's no way he's giving me this." Uh, <laughs> I am taking the Tennessee Titans um, for yeah. the exact reason we we're just talking about now. Titans are fighting the Colts for the AFC South and for the fourth yeah. seed. The Texans are coming off conceding 37 points to Cincinnati. 37. Yeah. The Cincinnati without Joe Burrows, yowzers. Um, Deshaun, although Deshaun did go for 300 yards and three TDs, David Johnson went for 12 rushes for 128 yards, which is really solid. So their offense was doing well. However, their defense was terrible. Last week, they had zero sacks and only one tackle for loss. And when Derrick Henry is coming at you this week... (laughs) <laughs> that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. No. It uh, yeah. Titans, they got smacked, although they get smacked by Green Bay. Green Bay. I'm taking them over the, the Texans because they still have something to play for. Uh, when it gets to the playoffs, that's when I potentially get a bit worried. How they'll perform on the road. How they'll perform on the road in these cold weather, snowy conditions mm-hmm. that they didn't perform. Tannehill was 11 for 24 against Green Bay. He had one touchdown, two interceptions. That's that that won't do it. But that's that's playoff talk. That's playoff talk. For this week, I'm taking Titans. Yeah, um, yeah, there's no way you can pick that the other way. Uh if if nothing else fails, the Titans are gonna go, okay, we need to win. What are we gonna do? Derek left, Derek right, Derek left, 
Derek right, touchdown. Okay, here we go again. Derek left, Derek right, Derek left. Derek, and it's not even like, oh, it's going to be a shootout situation as uh, the Texans have been making big chunk plays, uh, big TDs, just boom, explosive drives. It's literally, they're going to run out the clock. Um, they're going to kill them, pound them into submission with Derek Henry, um, hopefully get it over by halftime and then be able to rest them second half maybe. How much would they want to do it? Considering they'll have a playoff game the week after at either uh, against either Miami, who's got a start run defense, yep. or Baltimore, who's got a start run defense. That's that's the question. Yeah, uh, let's go, Derek. Damage Henry. limitation potentially, not damage limitation, but trying to keep Henry yeah, healthy. But Derek, yeah, but um, Henry just like Fournette is a, a heavy usage down back. The more he plays, the better he gets. Um, and he wants more touches. He's not a rest guy. He's a he's a keep going pound of you. Put, you want to end it early with him, um, so that if he gets it rolling in the second, the game is over by halftime, and then you can shut him down and use him sparingly. You get what I mean? But you want to secure the win first. Um, cause they're not they're not in a position to let's you know try and win with our B game and let's see what goes on. Now they want to win this, secure it off, and then see what, where it goes. Did you make a comparison to Leonard Fournette there? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe 2017-18 Leonard Fournette was running all over the Steelers, maybe, but not not the Fournette since then. Um, that's my first pick. I'm not talking more about that. No, because now, now, now he's a bit of a he's a bit of a pack guy. He's a bit of a pack, and he's a bit of a pack running back. Whereas when he's the when he carries the load, that's how he prefers to go. You get what I mean? It's been years since that's happened, mate. But. Yeah, it's a bit of a tough one for me. But anyway, that was my first pick. Your first well, pick. Either way, they're, they're the same kind of running back. Derek Henry's just a lot better. So my first pick, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to go again. Uh, we're going to use the inside information that was released today. Uh, we're going to stay on the uh, t- uh, on the uh, wave of picking teams fighting to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the Browns at, um, against the Steelers. Uh, this was touted as going to be like the make or break game for both teams. Um, however, the the Browns, they're coming off a disgusting loss against the Jets that should make them sick to their stomach as they keep saying in every, as every team that loses to the Jets has said. Um, however, they need, once again, they need this win. Um, and the Steelers are resting Ben and they're using it like a bye week. So... I think now's the time for them to sneak in the back door. The Browns sneak in the back door with a win. Go on. Uh, am, am I allowed to be blasphemous? Go on. <laughs> Are we sure that benching Ben might not make the team better? Who said that? Who said that? Who, who said? I don't know. See, it's, I, I, I someone's in this room talking. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna be serious about it, I see where you're. I see where you're going. However, I didn't say. What do you mean? I didn't however, say however, the person who is starting. Um, has shown to have maybe like one good game. Who's starting? Rudolph. Oh, against the Browns. At hey, the son. Browns. Ah, the son. last the last time that happened, he almost died with a helmet to the head when Miles Garrett took off his helmet and beat him over the head with it. I have to put a cheeky little bet how many sacks uh, Miles Garrett so, will have having Rudolph. So uh, unless. Unless he has like the coldest revenge game of all time, um, I don't see us because we don't need to win it. Um, I think we're playing 
we're playing to. I don't know. We're trying to finesse on which which game we get, which yeah. matchup we get in the first round of the playoffs. See. Um, so I think I can't remember what way it is if we win or lose, which one comes out the better matchup for us. Because once again, so many things happen have to happen on the back end. Yeah. Now. Thanks, thanks, Dolphins and all that lot. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it's weird. To, it's weird to see who your opponent will be, yeah. and potentially you could go up to second seed. Uh, I'm second seed now. No, you're third. Bills are second because they won last night. You may have not have seen the update. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm surprised you picked up that, that highly. Um, I have to I... make sure that, first of all, I have to make sure that because uh, of that information on resting our starters and getting like a little bye week, I have to make sure I got that. Cool. So I'm surprised you did not go for the second AFC South matchup because I am definitely taking... The Colts over the Jags. Yep. yep. Um, yep. No? yep. Uh, Hold on, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Go on. Here's the thing. The Jags have now secured. They have now secured the first seed. There is the first, sorry, not the first seed, the first pick of the draft. So now there is nothing that they can do to mess it up like the Jets. Therefore, they might actually win this game now. They might actually try. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Um, also, Joel, should I remind you who the Jags' one win was against? Who was it against? Week one. The Colts. Versus the Colts. The Colts. Yeah. The Colts, yeah. So, a couple of things to say. Jags got smashed by the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. I almost wore a Bears hat today. I, almost did. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, because uh, they helped you out massively. The, they conceded 40 points, 40 points to the Bears. Um, the Bears that had no offense a couple of weeks ago, but well, the whole season. Also, another note, Minshew didn't play again. And I believe it's, and then it's because of injury. But every, as every NFL player will tell you, they're injured the whole season anyway. They've always got an injury. I do think there could be a situation where the organization were like, mm-hmm. hey, Minshew, we're not going to start you because we don't want you to get injured. We will trade you in the off season or we will let you go in the off season. And then trade you. No, but saying in saying that, I think no. we, I think the organization know the situation. And Minshew, he's not stupid. He knows what the situation is right now. He's like, you're going to draft Trevor Lawrence number one pick. I know I'm not going to get a chance to be the starter because you're going to invest in this guy who's ready to be a starting QB in NFL right now. I think there could have been an internal conversation saying, hey Minshew, we're not going to start you because we don't need to get injured and jeopardize next season for you. We will trade you to a team that you would like. We appreciate Jesus, you for what coming. What kind of deeper level is that? We're, as an organization, this is essentially what I would do to do best by the player. Because as an organization, they haven't done best by the player. They never, I don't mm-hmm. feel they put him in a good position to succeed this year. But anywho, that's another that's another situation. Mm-hmm. Hey Minshew, thank you for what you've done. Picking me up as a six-round pick. You've done amazing here. You've done amazing here. We'll trade you next summer. We'll have a word with your agent, see what QB jobs are around that you can fight for a starting position. We won't we won't get you to play because we don't want to jeopardize the future for you. We know you're in a rookie scale contract and we know you want to get a big second contract to earn some money because you're you're, you're on a second, sixth round pick contract. Um, and I reckon that's why he's not playing and they've got Mike Lennon starting ahead of him because Jags had a really big interception when Mitchell Trubisky threw an awful throw that Joe Schroeder picked off in the end zone. A couple plays after that, Mike Lennon threw a red ridiculous interception with no one in the vicinity no Jags playing in the vicinity and I was like okay 
this guy is not better than Minshew. I don't care what you've seen in training. There's no way this geezer is better than Minshew. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's another reason why mm-hmm. it will be easy. Minshew isn't playing. Although I am a little bit worried about the Colts. Uh, they did concede a late game to the Steelers. And they need, but they need a win to have a chance at the playoffs. Are you ready? Oh, is this your second pick? I think I've done it now. I think I've cracked it. Cracked what? Actually, I don't think I've cracked it. But my second pick is going to be a team, once again, fighting. We're going to stay AFC sides. I've been thinking about switching over. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens at yeah. the Bengals. Um, my next pick, yeah. Obviously, one team is fighting for their life. The other team should have been dead a long time ago, but they keep picking up these weird random wins um, on with good performances. This is a divisional game as well, so these do get testy, um, but the Ravens should put them away with little problem, um, especially heading into the playoffs, if, they, if they're really serious about um, taking another step. Yeah, standard in terms of the matchup. So just speaking about each team, Bengals had late fourth quarter comeback against the Texans so credit to them they managed to pull, pull off with also they got four wins this season I was looking at it again like credit to them yep. four wins and a lot of the season without Burrows and yeah. it could be a situation where they end up getting the player they wanted drafted anyway uh, the tackle from Oregon that I've been seeing yeah, all yeah. year uh, Pina, yeah. Pina the, the, the guy I've been seeing all year on the draft boards analysing the draft boards he's mm-hmm. always been their pick and then from Baltimore side, I mean, solid win against the Giants. They were up 14-0 to 0 in the first quarter, and it was just plain sailing going forward. So, yeah, I see the same thing. Ravens picking that up. With my next pick, I am going to take... I'm going to take the Chiefs at the Chargers. Um, so, last yeah, week, the Chargers... was going to be the one. Yeah. yeah, the Chargers ended last week... With a win from a Mike Williams interception, obviously. I mean, everyone had that guess. Mike Williams was going to get an interception last week um, versus the Broncos. Herbert had 250 yards last week with a touchdown, 64% completion. And he broke Baker Mayfield's record for most touchdown passes by a rookie in their rookie season. A rookie? And... So credits that for the Chargers. However, Chiefs are the Chiefs, although their last seven games have been one possession games, which is crazy to think. They haven't blown a team out mm. in seven games. What's that? Seven weeks, maybe eight weeks if they had to buy. So in two months, they haven't blown someone out. Yeah, they, they haven't. Yeah. They haven't covered the spread all year, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think they all year. Or maybe one, maybe once. Must have done it a couple of times. Oh, yeah, because they, they, everyone, like every, every, everyone thought the first couple of weeks they didn't blow them out. It was like, yeah, you know, why do it? You know, everyone's getting in, everyone's linking up, and then, then the, the thing has been they've only played a quarter of a quarter or a half of good football every game, because that's all they really need. Um, and then so they never covered the spread, but they clearly have been the better team all year, or people still are scared of them. The whole year. So the comparison I was going to make is actually to the Steelers, the Chiefs and the Steelers, where if you're to look at it purely from a visual mm. standpoint, and uh, not from a visual standpoint, from a purely stats, let's say you haven't watched any of the games and you see how the Chiefs have done and how the Steelers have done just by the box scores, do you think 
they must be very similar because the Chiefs are winning these close games and early on in the season, the Steelers were winning these really tight games. And, but then when you watch the games, you're like, well, Steelers don't really show it on tape. You're not, you're not really blown away by what they can do. But then even in, in these really tight wins, you watch what the Chiefs can do. You're like, oh, okay, you can see the potential there. You can see on tape that they can be a much better team than the Steelers. It looks like the Chiefs can get into fourth and fifth gear, but they're like, you know, we don't need to. We know yeah. the importance of peaking at the right time. Then uh, this this is the kind of, that's the kind of problem because you're obviously you're looking at them. Um, both had similar outcomes. You have more faith in one team. Yeah. However, the team hasn't shown for maybe a year and a half or at least the last two games, most important games last season. And then now they still haven't shown that they could put together a good four quarters of football. Then the problem also has been they have never had to put, well, okay, for, yeah. that, for, that, for that stretch, yeah. they have never had to put together four good exactly. quarters of football. They will blow you out in one quarter and just ride out the rest. If they if they need to, oh, they'll just sit on it, sit on it, sit on it, half time, cool, bam, okay, carry on. Agreed. Yeah, and I mean... It's not going to be a spoiler, but I'm assuming you're definitely taking the Chiefs for the first pick next week. Well, so. I, I can't, I can't ruin next week. Let's see how this goes. There I mean, the team. There's no. To be fair, to be fair, it has been. Um, I think the last not 24 hours, but the last couple of hours have. I've been, I've been thinking about it today, and literally just before we got on, I was thinking, what if I just spice it up and and don't pick them? There is a team that I could pick and still be okay with. A thousand percent, but you are never not picking the Chiefs in this situation next week. No, I can't. I, we all know. We all know. I don't like to do what is expected. I have a problem with not doing what is expected. Okay. And okay. I, I really think if I don't pick them, if I don't pick them, I can still be comfortable. I think. Ah. And yes. that's what I've been. That's what I've been wrestling with for the past couple hours. Okay, let me put the scenario in your head. Let's say, take, take away what we're doing. You've got the field or the Chiefs in the AFC to win the AFC. What are you taking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be irresponsible not to take the field. However, as a, a betting man, of the, obviously, as a betting man, the odds have to be on the Chiefs. But I Let's think say- it's irresponsible. You get a free $100 bet. You get a free $100 bet. The odds are exactly the same. Are you taking the Chiefs to come out of the AFC or the field? Then to come the, out the, the, AFC? Odds, the odds can't be the same because technically... I'm using I'm this picking, example. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm picking six teams. I think one of these six teams can make the Chiefs slip up once. Can they? Yeah. The, the Chiefs have shown they can slip up. Can they? So yes. Will teams. they? Is another question. That's what that I think. That's what I'm, I would go with. That's really what I would go with. If you go with really the field was, over the Chiefs, I think I think I go in this with the field over in most situations. We need to put a bet on this. We need to put a bet this. I will take I will take the Chiefs over the fields in the AFC. Of course, like injuries can happen and things can happen, but yeah. if you were to play the scenario out, random scenario out, ten times in a row, ten times, yeah, Chiefs win it. I think six six out of ten times. Also, we, we haven't done this deeper this deeper playoff tree to find out who their matchup would be when they start. Because two weeks is a big time off. Yeah, two okay. weeks is a big time off. What are you betting on? I'm betting on the Chiefs getting way, way too comfortable and someone that they should beat easily comes okay. to Arrowhead, beats them, and then the Bills get the home advantage from then on. And then they can 
Bills with a home advantage is scary right now. It really is because of, of the weather. So the weather down there is no joke. So the thing that is worrying you about the Chiefs pick is that a lower seeded team could catch them off guard. But off guard, they just might be because they're a whole confidence team in it. They're always we'll do it, we'll come back, no matter how, what the score is, we can do it, we can do it. And they've shown they can. But what if one time they don't? Surely at some point they have to not be able to come back. And what if that's this year? That's what they were saying all of last year as well. Yeah, but at this, but to at least this this year. They they mean they, they weren't clicking at the beginning. Oh, they were clicking, but they weren't clicking at the level they were clicking this year. You get what I mean? So then this year when it, this year when it happened, they lost that one match. People thought they were going unbeaten. Maybe Andy Reid just saving all his good plays until the playoffs. And Andy Reid with time is dangerous. Andy Reid is going to have a lot of plays that no one has ever seen. Um, going to have a lot of plays that no one has ever seen. But yeah. But uh, enough about en- enough about the playoff talk. So. Uh, I made my third pick taking the Chiefs and we went on about that. Now it's your third pick. I'm going to switch over to the NFC mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with a team that we assume is going to have the uh, first seed, but they will not rest this week because it's a rivalry game and, they, mm. or, and they're going to have a rest week. So I'm going to go with the Packers over the Bears because Aaron Rodgers wants to secure the MVP. The fact that he can secure the MVP with this game, or that everyone believes he's now the favourite for MVP, yeah. I think that I, th- I think that he's going to play properly coming into this week. He's going to be super serious, and he's gonna, he's, this is going to be a playoff game for him. I am so looking forward to playoff football in Green Bay, Wisconsin, seeing the snow pouring down. That you that's what you love to see in January and February. Well, not February, in January. You love to see the snow pouring down and playoff football in Lambeau Field. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is obviously is gutting that there's going to be no fans there, but yeah. it's iconic. It's iconic. It, you, every year you want the NFC to go through Lambeau Field because the some of the games that have that have happened. That um, Minnesota also won before they had the dome. Um, before they had the dome, it was a, a good one. That the kind of snow game. Bills. Yeah, the bill the the Bills obviously didn't have the caliber of team that they have now, but those kind of snow games are real. Like you're really looking to see who's really the best team, who's really prepared. I like I like the comparison because you got. Bills number one seed currently and Saints number two seed currently. So you've got the team in the north, the cold, gritty team that plays in the outdoor yeah. stadium, which is snowing. And you've got the dome team in the south. Yeah. Um, it's just super hot. As a comparison, it, it, it won't be in December. It won't be that super hot. But I was, in, I was in Florida in December and it was pretty fucking warm. Just go out there in like t-shirts, sunbathing in yeah. December. Uh, I was going to say about the Saints. I'm not sure if you watch uh, Big Trust with... Cam Jordan and uh, the running back, what's his name? Mark, Mark Ingram. Ingram. Cam Jordan always talks about how he just hates playing in cold weather and loves playing in a dome. And I think that might be the situation for quite a few of those teams in the South yeah. that play for teams in the South. Like they may not be up for those cold weather games oh, in yeah. North in, in North America. Yeah. When when you when your team gets a dome, you get accustomed to that life. Um We've seen it with Minnesota. They really were a snow team. Um, switched to a dome. And then when you see them cold weather games, they're not exactly the same. Um, Falcons, when they 
got they got their new dome, uh, so the Cowboys and they their their kind of situation going, like those like massive new stadium domey kind of teams, when they go to those cold places and they get well, after they've got accustomed to it, you see that there's a change in how they used to play before. So that was our that was your third pick. Yeah. With my fourth pick, I am taking the Saints of the Panthers, since we we're just talking about the second seed. And the Saints just came back from beating up the Vikings. AK ran all over them, 155 yards, 22 carries, six TDs. In my personal opinion, second best running back in the league after Derrick Henry. I prefer him to Aaron Jones. I prefer him to well, Christian McCaffrey's injured, so what's him? I prefer him to Dalvin Cook. I really like what Alvin Kamara can do. Mm-hmm. Panthers had a solid game last week against Washington, who are having their own issues, as we briefly mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, they did have they did cause two interceptions, and Drew Brees did throw two picks last week. Um, I am a little bit worried about Drew Brees heading into the playoffs. However, I still trust them to beat the Panthers this week. Um, yeah, like there's there's no reason really and truly why people are. Um, picking you know well people would pick the panthers over the saints other other than loyalty really the saints are still in the battle for the second seed um and it would be hard it'd be hard pressed not to not to choose them when they're still fine um obviously drew had a break you're, you're gonna wonder how his injury is how he's feeling with the injury yeah. like after a couple of weeks you carry on taking those hits um you kind of grow with that um but obviously when the time comes they they know what to do if he goes down. My pick. Your fourth pick. My pick. I'm going to uh, pick their dance partners. I'm going to pick the Seahawks at the 49ers. Um, tight, tight fight for that second pick. And I think the Seahawks, the Seahawks can't take it with a, a, a Saints win, can they? Uh, take what? If so, if the Saints win their second seed, regardless. Yes, because they're both eleven and four at the moment, and Saints are ahead. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for a I'm just gonna pray for a Saints slip up, or even I don't I don't even need to to be honest, but let's do that. But uh, I thought, I think the Seahawks will beat the 49ers anyway. Um, with the two te- out the way, the two teams I've got right now, even though George Kittle's back, um, but. The Seahawks, especially with some extra added fire of, we may be able to nab the, um, we be, may be able to nab the second seed, especially as the games are played at the same time. So you've got to go in and try and win it. Well, if I was to tell you that, I, I, th- I think this could be an upset game. Um, you mentioned so this is one of the games I had really low down on my list because I don't. Although I had the Seahawks picks when I was doing a bit more of a deep dive, looking at how they've been doing past couple of weeks, et cetera, how they did last week. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I like this matchup for the Seahawks. George Kill is back. He went for four and 92 last week after coming back. He had four receptions and 92 yards. Who were they playing against? Uh, they played against Washington, I think. Oh, the Cardinals. They played against oh, the Card- Cardinals. Yes, Card- I'll tell you, the Cardinals seemed disinterested last week, even though they were in a fight. I told you this. Still, versus the cards. CJ Bethard had three TDs last week. 
decent. Yeah. Although two of them were to Kyle Juszczyk and they were a total of 10 yards. So, yeah. <laughs> Still, he had three touchdowns last week. Uh, yeah. Jeff Wilson had 183 yards last week on 22 carries as well. Can the Steelers' rush defense stop him? We'll see. Um, and most importantly, the 49ers' defense last week had three sacks, but more impressively, I found 10 tackles for losses. And although all season we've been saying that the Seahawks need to let Russell cook, that was the message to start of the season. As the mm. season went on, I'm like, all right, cool, you're, you're overcooking a little bit. Like, calm the fuck down. You, you ain't doing what we thought you would be. And we realized how important the run game is still to the Seahawks. Yeah. 49ers defense, their D line, I think, can cause Seahawks some, uh, some issues. So yeah. that's when I was a bit more, oh shit, actually, maybe the Seahawks can, can slip up, but. That's just my thinking. We'll see what happens next week. But that's your pick. Although, saying all this, I potentially would have still picked the Seahawks, but I had a little bit of doubt. Now, with my fifth pick, I am going to take... Again, I think I've got two more picks that I really want. And the first one of them that I really do want is the Bucks at the Falcons. Damn it! I thought thought that's the one you were going to pick next, to be fair. It was. Um, so the Bucks smashed the Lions 47 to 7 was the score by the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely smashed them. Um, Tom Brady was 81%, 348 yards, four TDs. Yep. Solid against the Lions. And uh, they come against the Falcons this week. Two, to be fair, were a field goal away from taking it to overtime with the Chiefs. However, I don't think it'll be that close again this week, and the puck should take it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I think. I, I thought it was going to be a close one again. Um, I, for some reason, I think the Falcons play well uh, against the Bucks. They play well against Brady, and then they collapse again. So I was going to pick the Bucks, even if they played well at the beginning enough. I just think they would have collapsed. And then got Brady right for the playoffs. And then he's he's tuned in, locked in for the playoffs. And then it's, it would have been all good for him. Ooh. Seven games left. Your fifth pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the script and go off the script because I know I want this team. I don't know how far down you've got them, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys at the Giants. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys are still fighting for the division. They're still fighting for it. That could have been your last pick. That could have been. You could have picked the Giants. Thousand and I could have... percent, my last pick. A thousand percent. That was the one I had right at yeah. the bottom. My last pick. I just wanted to make sure I got the Cowboys. Because I really think they're going to win this one, and somehow sneak into the playoffs and make sure Dak isn't paid next year. I think Jerry, you know, he's been he's been good for the league. He's made them a lot of money, and the league might throw him a bone. I don't want to talk about this game. Both are in two. Th- these two teams are in division, which has been ridiculously spoken about for so much by the mainstream media for the whole year. I had been high on the Giants throughout most of the year, as I mentioned to you before, mentioned on several occasions. I don't want to talk about these two teams anymore. Fuck both of them, whatever. <laughs> Everyone talks about them anyway. I, I couldn't care less about Giants or the, or the Cowboys anyway. Yeah. Next. Unless you, unless you want to say something. No, I just wanted to make sure I got the Cowboys. Like the NFC East. Anyway, <laughs> with the sixth pick, which I'm surprised you didn't go for, and actually I'm not surprised you didn't go for because they're still a good team on the other side. I'm taking 
the Bills over the Dolphins. Yeah, um, yeah like I said, I was going to pick that, but I was going to go off the script because I just I think the um, the things are going to win. The uh, the Cowboys are going to win their division with this week with this terrible division. So I might get that pick in. But the Bills oh, and the Dolphins. You think Cowboys are going to win the division? I think the Cowboys are going to win the division. Interesting. I think they, they 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 win it with a win, don't they? Don't they? Uh, but if Washington win, then obviously they go through. No, wait, Cowboys. You mean the same? They, that's, what yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Cowboys win it. Yeah, but no, but Washington. What well, well, if Washington lose? If Washington win, then obviously they they win. I think the Eagles have enough to do now that they've got um, Jalen in. Jaylen. I think they've got enough. They've got. I think they've got enough to upset the football team. Um, but the yeah. Oh, you're you're yeah. revealing your pick early. I see. I see. Um, yeah, because I to be fair, I'd, who's 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 got that? Is that is that the last game? Uh, that's, there's one more. There's like three more games. So I don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> so Bills Dolphins. Bills come off yep. a big statement win against the Pats and something we talked about last week. The Bills need to put their throat on the neck of their eternal bullies the New England Patriots for the past two decades and they did that so credit to Josh Allen and that Bills defense for doing that uh, they held Cam to 34 passing yards and then Jared said him to 44 passing yards yowzers and I'm really worried about that Dolphins offense with two are in that offense was really, really disappointing. I think mm-hmm. Miami is better offensively with Fitzpatrick in than Tua in at the moment. And if Miami start with Tua, I'm really worried about their chances against the Bills. And potentially, if the Ravens, Browns and Colts all win, they could be out of a playoff spot. Well, you're thinking no, no Fitzmagic comeback. Is this what we're relying on? Is this what we're going to do through the playoffs as well? Let Tua play three quarters and then put Fitzmagic in, Fitzmagic in the fourth quarter. Hey, if that works, they've come up with a new formula. Respect, like, whatever. <laughs> However, the Dolphins' defence are still absolute quality. They mm. were amazing in the red zone against the Raiders last week. They had some clutch red zone players. And also last week, do you know the Raiders were 0-10 and 10 on third down conversions last week? That's not. Against the Dolphins. Wow, well done. that is amazing. Um, they still have a quality defense, but I'm just so worried about what the Dolphins won't be able to do against that Bills offense. It is going to be in in Miami, by the way, so it would have been more fun if it was in Buffalo, seeing the complete two contrast of teams. The team in the the most southern team in probably the most hottest uh, hottest and humid area in Miami, going up to snowy stormy buffalo but mm-hmm. anyway but now it's better the other way around because then it gives them at least a bit of a chance exactly if the dolphins were to go up there yowzers Tua, yeah. who's played in hawaii alabama miami going all the way up to buffalo bless him i don't think he, i don't think he would enjoy it uh so that's why i'm taking the bills over the dolphins i just love the matchup for the bills all right well i'm gonna go with, there's no way I can pick that team, but I should pick that team. Well, I'm going to pick the Vikings against the Lions. Cool. In the like... game, that means nothing. <laughs> uh, let's see what Matt Stafford is next next year. Um, yeah. 
there's going to be an, another nice quarterback carousel of teams next year, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of teams I've seen on draft boards taking new QBs. Carolina may take a new QB. QB. What does that mean to Teddy Bridgewater? Atlanta could take a QB, but they, they'll probably keep, keep Matt Ryan up for another year, but what will happen after that? What's mm-hmm. happening now with the boy that used to be in Washington? What's happening, I, I feel Minshew could be traded next year as well. What's happening with two and Fitzmagic? Like, are they both yeah. going to stay next year? There's a lot of QB questions. What's happening with Wentz? What's happening with Goff? What's mm-hmm. happening with Darnold? We'll see. There's only 32 starting QB jobs, but we'll see what happens. We shall, we shall. Now, how many games you've got left? We have got two, four games left. With my next pick, I am going to take... I'm going to take the Raiders over the Broncos. Now, we mentioned last week that the... So, just we're just actually talking about the Raiders-Dolphins game when I made the Dolphins... When I made the Bills pick. Although mm-hmm. the Raiders did lose and they were 0 for 10 on third down, I don't feel it was a bad loss for them per se. I thought they, do, they were doing better than the Dolphins at the start of the game. And mm. if it wasn't for that amazing Fitz magic play with 15 seconds, 19 seconds to go at the end of the fourth quarter, with his helmet being held back and throwing a nice, nice pass to the um, across the field, yep. on the field, um, that they could have won that game. And I did feel it was a bad loss for them. And I believe that they will have enough to overcome the, the Broncos. Overall, I've been really disappointed in in the Raiders. I was higher on them than most. I thought they could potentially sneak sneak a place in the playoffs, However, as we see. The AFC is no joke. Um, None. But yeah, I'm taking the Raiders over the Broncos. And can we, I've had enough of Drew Locke as well. I was like, I'm, uh, I'm tired of his <laughs> shit. Right, whatever. What are Broncos going to do with their QB? Are going to keep Drew, Drew Locke for another year? I mean, Elway has been terrible with QB, so you never oh. know. You might draft the tallest guy and then kill him as well. Too bad he didn't draft Dresden. I guess that would have been perfect for him. I think I think when he's evaluating Josh Allen, he's like, everyone's been criticizing me for drafting the most stereotypical QB, 6'6, got a cannon of an arm. Fuck it, I won't draft him because everyone tells me I shouldn't draft him and he must be kicking himself. But I'm not 6'6, he goes 6'7, 6'8. Yeah. yeah. He goes 6'7, 6'8. That's how he goes. He was like, Josh, Josh Allen is too short. Now, that was my sixth pick. No, seventh pick. Yep, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I'm going to take Ed's thing, do the little upset alert, play a little silent, and woo, 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 woo. The upset alert is here. I'm going in the last game of the season. I can't believe I'm going to say this. The Jets are going to beat the Patriots. Now, this would have been a lot better if the Jets still had the first pick. We spoke about this before, yeah. Yeah, this, but I'm still going to go for it because um, they've been the better team the last couple of weeks, just purely on that. They've had, percent, yeah. Yeah, they had one game in which they looked like the Patriots and they got stomped. And then after that, they've just been a lot better. So I'm going to go with the Jets over the Patriots. I really don't like talking about intangible things when doing these comparisons because it can sound like the argument can sound quite wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. There is no way, well, I'm going to do it anyway, there is no way Bill Belichick's pride is going to let him lose to the Jets. He just, no, that's, that's it will just shot. kill him if yeah. he loses to the Jets, who won a first won a game two weeks ago. Yeah, 
I think we'll just kill him deep inside. Uh, we know his hatred for the Jets. Yeah. Um, Is this the first time the Jets have been picked? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure if me going through my mental breakdown stage, I may have picked oh. them earlier on a couple of weeks ago, but that may be, yeah, you are right. And they're not like the last pick. Interesting. No. So we've got two games left. We have got Cards Rants and Washington versus the Eagles. You already said that you're taking the Eagles over Washington. So that's fine. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Then we've got Cards Rams. So the way I like to look at look at who I'm gonna pick is I'll have a look, make my picks, mm-hmm. do some research, and then see how I feel after that. I came in. 100% wanting the cards. I was like, yep, I definitely want the cards. Then I did some research and I was like, cool, let, let's look at what happened. So then when I started deep diving into cards Rams, first thing I noticed was Rams lost. Uh, so when I was watching the, the highlights again and some of the tape again, Rams looked poor offensively. Then Goff came out. So automatically I was like, oh shit, Cardinals are definitely the best pick. The Rams defense last week had five sacks and five tackles for losses against Seattle, which I think is really, really good. However, Cards last week rushed for over 100 yards and they beat up on the 49ers O-line a little bit. Mm. Kyler had eight for 75. Really, really nice. And that's where I think the, the matchup, the key matchup could be for this game. How Kyler could be able to run against that that Rams D-line and mm. second linebacker unit. Last week, although Russell is nowhere near the runner Kyler is, he only had three rushes for nine yards last week against that Rams uh, D-line, which isn't that good, but we all know Kyler is a different beast at running and his really quick shiftiness compared to Lamar. I think Lamar's definitely, uh, Kyler's definitely more shifty than Lamar is. Also because of his size as well. Like, I guess defenders may struggle to see him a little bit because he's so short and shifty he can get around um i'm also really worried about the cards rush defense last week they allowed 183 yards to jeff wilson now i don't know too much about jeff wilson but i know he shouldn't be running 183 yards on you maybe i need to do a better job of keeping up with the 49ers but yeah 22 carries 183 yards i don't really trust the cards rush defense and I don't think they'll be able to stop the Rams offensive rush game and I think that's what Sean McVay excels in the most his rush offense and mm-hmm. play calling and we all know that stat whenever the Rams are leading at half time they more or less always win and Goff I mean how good is Goff when I was joking about well not joking semi joking when I was saying about Ben Roethlisberger the fact that he's being benched does that make the Steelers better does it make the Rams better that Goff isn't playing? I think that's a bit over the top. That is okay. That is true. Yeah, he's not playing. But who's their backup QB again? I, I, I can't. Once. I can't remember his name. All I know is he's a Jacksonville yeah. boy, so he's got to be good. Uh, that means he's terrible. He was. He went to high school in Jacksonville, so he's he's amazing. He's the second coming of. He's the second coming of Tim Tebow. So that's that's the good Jesus. news. Do you know who is playing? John Wolford. That, that was John Wolford, who is my age. From Wake Forest University, so uh, he, if he could be an NFL QB, I could be an NFL QB. No, you can't because you're not second in Wake Forest history in passing yards. He is six one, and first year and experience. Um, bro, I, I could be the QB. I, I didn't reveal my pick for Cards Rams 
as I said okay, to you, I initially was going in Picard's, but doing all my background research and thinking, oh, damn. I think I may have to take the Rams because I prefer the matchup. So are you taking the Rams? Yeah. You are taking the Rams with this backup QB. Yeah. And I explained to you You have never heard of in your life. I explained to you why. Yes, but he, he has to put up points. Doesn't necessarily have to put up points. He has to put up a point. Their defense can put up points if they want. The rush offense can put up points if they want. Their kicker can put up points if they want. Um, Again, I explained to you why I prefer the... Because I think it's going to be who can rush the ball, who can run the ball better, and Mm -hmm. whose defense can hold up, whose rush defense can hold up. And in both instances, I believe that Rams will do a better job than the Cards. I'm not sure about that one, bro. I'm well, see, sure it's because usually we, we we tend to agree on most of the picks more often than not. I think this week we've had a lot more things that we've both been a bit unsure about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, which leaves you with your final pick, and we know who you're picking. Ooh. You just said who you're picking, unless you're changing your mind and you just wishy washy again. Classic. Job, no, I, well, no, no. I, I said who. I said who I think. In the division, um, mm, okay, no, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit more, yeah, I'm a bit more okay. The only um, way, yeah, the only way Cowboys, um, no the, doubt, the only way the Cowboys win the division is if Washington lose and they win or tie. Oh, I don't or know tie. how, I don't know how it will work then. Yeah, how, how, how did the tie count for our scoring? But we, anyway, we haven't thought about that. Uh, well, good job we started after there was a tie. <laughs> There's only normally only one or two a season anyway, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, after last week, I was a bit less, you know, excited about this, but then I have to put it into perspective. It was the boys that I think were gonna win one. Um, the situation, the Washington situation is. Oof. They would yeah. rather. They obviously they're expecting Matt Smith. Um, Matt Smith. They're expecting Alex Smith back. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, the problem now becomes: what if he doesn't come back? And they have who do they have? Because they just, literally they would they were just saying they they were just saying anyone but Haskins. They didn't even wait like a week or a couple of weeks to find out if they were in the playoffs or if they were in the playoffs just to the end of the season to release Haskins. Like, who gets released at week 17 without, without a huge scandal? Like, there wasn't even a huge scandal unless something was about to come out. Like, I, I just doesn't... It baffles me. I understand... Well, we talk, I talked about it last week. We talked about... Well, I talked about it last week, the stripper incident. I, I said, oh, it's going to be a bit tense, but I thought that a bit tense means he goes back on the bench. Like, they decided, nah, that is enough. Like, when has that been the line that we're cutting people in week 17? You've already paid him the majority of his salary. So what is the point? A couple things on it. Firstly, I think this is the earliest QB draft in the first round has been released. Mm -hmm. He he has yet to finish his second year. Yep. Which is, wow. Wow. Um. And I think this is also the second time 
he's broken COVID breaches. He's, he's broken COVID protocol and yeah. it's breached protocol. And when you do it the second time, you're sort of just, uh, again, neither one of us know the whole ins and outs. I don't think anyone who's yeah. outside the situation knows all ins and outs of what's happened. Um, yeah. The fact they did break protocol, for, uh, I mean, when you break it on the first time, cool, like whatever, take on the chin, like he said, I'll be responsible for my actions, whatever, you know, the typical PR yeah. response, as you should. When you go and do it again, like, the, uh, first time shame again. on you, first time shame on you, second time shame on me. Literally, if you're going to a strip club as an NFL player, the minimum you should do for security is wear a mask. I'm thinking just make sure to let people know that it's not me. I don't want it to be me. So I'm just going to wear some generic mask, going to have some generic clothes. Let me just come into the club, maybe one or two of my homeboys. So, you know, security wise, I guess. But the minimum you should be doing is wearing a mask to cover his identity because we're in a pandemic season. Maybe I just don't get it. I just don't get that culture in in sports where if you do have a missus or whatever, but then every week you're still going out to a strip club. I just don't understand that. But in some relationships, strip clubs aren't that deep. No, so I get that. No, you you no, the question is, what are you going, what are you going there for? To see cheeks. <laughs> like, what, 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 that's oh, what the strip yeah. club is there for. Like, <laughs> clearly, in a pandemic, all them other extracurriculars are a bit shut down now. It's, you it's, go to a, a reputable establishment. I just clocked. It's, uh, strip club is just like real life Instagram for some people, where some people just go on Instagram, just look at cheeks. Yeah. Strip club is the real life, it's the live version of Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And you're actually paying money. The like is the dollars. Uh, but just wear a mask. It's, it just doesn't make sense. Just wear a mask. Yeah. I think I literally think if he just wore that little piece of material, he would still have a job right now. It's and it's also I think uh, Acho made a good um, good good argument. When he was talking about how it's the optics. It's the optics that can kill sometimes. Yeah. When your coach has just come back from cancer, being cancer, and yeah. you're your other, your the the team starting QB just come back from major surgeries, over a dozen surgeries, and made it back to a position where you can be a starting QB again, and it's just seen the optic is that he, that Alex Smith is committed to the role, where you're seeing yeah. after a loss go out to a strip club in the That's pandemic right. without following yeah. basic regulations that they've been put on everyone. It's just yeah. a killer, and the optics just don't look good for him, unfortunately. But. Mm-hmm. But it's, it all started off with back when fans were in the stadiums, he was signing autographs while the game was going. Yeah, signing autographs, taking pictures while the game was selfie, going. Yeah, took a selfie before that finish as well. It's just, it's just. You, I think we both wanted like, to succeed uh, as won, well. But... I think uh, that was the first. Yeah, yeah, that was the first, the first, their first win of the season as well, and it was pretty late into the season, so it was like a dire situation. It just, you want to see him do well, you want to, but I'm not going to lie, in terms of. What makes you think another team is going to pick him up? What has he shown that another team needs to be like? Yeah, we want that. I, I'm, I'm telling you from my, from my perspective, nothing. How many starts will Haskins get next year? Oh, should, should, let's do this. That's in the, the thing. He's, we'll do this he's in a QB. Yeah, he, he is. He is a first round QB, so he still has that first round grade technically. Um, even though how much he's messed up, there someone, someone should be. If he was sixth round, I think his career would be done. But because he was 
picked in the first round um, that carries a little weight, I guess, somewhere, and someone might take a punt on him. But I just don't... If I'm the GM, I don't see why I'm picking him up, even for a practice squad role, to be honest. So uh, you didn't say who your final pick would be? Uh, my final pick is the Eagles. After what's going on in the at Washington, that's the Eagles. Um, the Eagles can't... Are, they're officially eliminated now, right? Surely. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I think they are. Yeah, because they can't. They can't win the division anymore. Yes, they are. But Giants still can. Giants are still within the show. Yeah. So imagine the Eagles were the first team in that division to be eliminated from the playoffs, wow. and that was Week 16. So if the Giants win, Giants win, Washington lose. Giants can make it. Interesting. There we go. So the Eagles, the only team with nothing to lose, nothing to lose. I think Jalen comes out and shows one more time before the end of the season that Carson has to go. Just one more time. Go where? The nail in the coffin. Go where? Back home, mate. Cut him. Do oh, where? They, North they Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Is that where he's going to go back to? No, they they can't cut him. Um, the contract almost makes him untradeable. The stories aren't looking great. He he's he's another one that's hard to touch. Two things. Will yeah. they have to give up assets to get rid of him? Yes or no? Yes. With that contract, yes. Secondly, who yeah. do Philly hate most? Carson right now. Carson Wentz or Tobias Harris? Uh Carson. <laughs> Carson. They're they're still a football town. They're a football. Well, town now, man. Yeah. I, 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 After that Super Bowl, they've got spoiled. Like they should be there every week, every year. I do want to do a little comparison NFL NBA comparison with our good friend Alex. Uh, go over cities and try to figure out which ones are NFL towns and which which one are football towns and which one are basketball towns. Because I, I like making that comparison. Like for example, I was thinking about this. What would Miami be? Is Miami basketball? I think Miami's a basketball town, or is it football? Because there's so many football players that come from Miami and that Fort Lauderdale yeah. area. Okay, Miami is a football area, as in when in terms of players, but in terms of professional teams, it's a heat town. Uh, that's what I find like is Miami. Yeah, what would Miami be? Um, they they produce a that for someone that's a, for someone that's a basketball town. They produce a ridiculous amount of talent, and they've got some quite a few decent college teams in the florida area you got yeah uh you there there's definitely a florida if if yeah if it's football you're going to go for the u but if it's basketball you go miami uh, the heat uh i was doing heat um new york definitely a basketball town i would say california la is probably basketball as well yeah, LA has to be basketball because they don't care about sports anyway. And UCLA. They are the, the most, they are the most terrible, of recent times, they are the most terrible city to have successful teams. And UCLA feels more basketball, but then USC feels more football. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah, that, that, when I think about the college game, I think, well, I th- USC, I think more football, but then UCLA, I definitely think basketball and Ron, Ron Woodson. Uh, USA, Woodson. Were, um, UCLA were definitely a football college for a bit. In name, when they were they were trying to compete with USC, but it was yeah they were trying to compete with USC. I'd say. But then you've got, then you've got Texas, which you would say Dallas, or then you got that's South. A, so you say Dallas. Te- Texas, no, Texas is football. Regardless then, of the actual success, Texas is football. Houston. 
I, I, I potentially I would slightly edge still to football, but you can definitely see potentially it being Bro, a little bit of basketball. The state of Texas. Yeah, no, it's state football. definitely. Yeah, no, the state <laughs> is. But then when I think Houston, I think I when I hear Houston initially, I think oh basketball more than. But I that's think. The, the problem with Houston is that it's a new team. That's relative, part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that is it's part a new of it. football team. Um, when you think of Dallas, you're going, of course, you're going Cowboys. Yeah. And. Then when you think of like youth sports, you think football because their their PB yeah. leagues and all that ridiculous. One hundred percent, Texas is pure football, but Houston yeah. sort, of, sort of sometimes makes me think, oh shit. Um, the last comparison we're going completely off topic. The last comparison I wanted to make was uh, New Orleans because Saints are such a you consider them such a big market team like yeah. Saints, Saints, Saints. They're they're elite here for everything when it comes to football. Mm. But as a basketball, they're seen as a small market team. Yeah. Which I I always find very confusing because I got into NBA before I got into NFL and I always yeah. knew the Saints as being a small market team. And then when I start watching NFL, I was like, no, they're not no, a small they're market. A they're market. they're a big market I think, team. I think that shows you the but then they've got the Pelicans there. First of all, that's new. The Pelicans are new. Um, How new? Because they've had they were what are they called again before? I completely forgot what they're called. Before. The Hornets. New Orleans Hornets, not. yep, New Orleans Hornets. Yeah, they were, they were. And then the Charlotte took the Hornets. So that's the thing. When someone else can take your name in the same league, that's when you know that you're so in true. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happened with the Colts as well. Yeah, but they, they moved. The Colts yeah. moved to get that. And then they got their name back or whatever. Yeah. Like, they moved and then redid a team with that name. Yeah. Whereas the, the Charlotte just went, no, we don't want to be the Bobcats anymore. We want the Hornets, and the Hornets were like, "Okay, we have to do Pelicans then." But yeah, that that was just a that was just a fun comparison we can make, probably a future episode. Yeah. Um, anyway, you so made that your pick. Our, those, that was yeah, our that, picks. That's the picks. So, quick recap for the last week of the regular season. Can you believe it, y'all? It's been seventeen Eight. weeks of NFL football, or eighteen weeks of NFL football, and an actual COVID season is ridiculous. Yeah. And we've got wild card, wild card, divisional, conference, Super Bowl, baby. One, two, three, four weeks of games left, five weeks in total. And then don't forget the Pro Bowl. Yeah, fuck the Pro Bowl. Uh, Which we played on Madden this year. I kind of the Pro Bowl is going to be played on Madden. Oh, it's going to it's a Madden challenge. How rough is that? You, en- you enter the league. You have two rookies that for the first time will be in the Pro Bowl. And then it's a, they switch it to a Madden challenge. And there's no that's, oh, I'd there, be fuming. So I'd be fuming. Really no, I've just I've, I'm making history right now. Do you know how hard it is as a rookie to get to the Pro Bowl, and then you switch it to a Madden challenge? That would also be a good question. How many of those players will that be their only Pro Bowl experience? Now, now, boom! Now, if that's my only Pro Bowl experience, oh, I'm fuming for life, for life. I want compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my reimbursement. My reimbursement money come through. Give me burstment money hey, for that pro bowl. Give me the burstment. Uh, so, for four weeks of football left. How many games yep. is that? So we've got three wild card games for each, and then how many divisional games? So two four. divisional games for each. Thirteen. Thirteen more NFL games. Thirteen divisional games. games by the way. Four games each. No, yeah, four games in total. 
So we've got no, 16, no, my money. 16 regular season games, 13 playoff games mm. to go, 29 left. To the big one. The big. question now is, is the Super Bowl going to be played on the scheduled day? Yeah, it will be. It will be. There, there's been no delays thus far. It will be. And are they open, how many fans are they open up? They've said how many fans are opening up to. That, that is a big how one. Much, that, how much are those tickets? One. How much are those tickets? Which millionaires are going to be there this year? To be fair, do you really want to go when it's an empty stadium? To the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Yo, oh, if, if I'm rich and elite, I need to be there. Do you know? Uh, it's that mentality. Limited, it's that mentality. Yo, yeah. yeah. You've limited, first of all, because the people who aren't even interested in football get Super Bowl tickets regularly. Yeah. But now you're you went to the Super Bowl in a pandemic year and you were in the stadium when they restricted the numbers. The connections you have to get those tickets are going to be ridiculous. And you're bragging, you know, the rich they're bragging on that forever. Two things. So, how dead is a half time show reaction going to be? It's going to be half the crowd being like, and it's, it's it's dead normally. It's dead normally. Ed, if you're if you're the act this year, Bruno Mars, right? I don't care. Yeah. I don't look. I don't but, care. Yeah, if you're the if you're the act this year, unless you're putting in a lot of money for that performance, and unless it's Skepta or Kano or Chasing Staves, I don't care who it is. Um, I don't think it will ever be Skepta. First of all, he's not. He's can't even go back to the states right now. But second of all, I don't think they have the finger on the pulse like that. I don't think they have the facilities to handle him, big man. I think that's what it is. I don't think they have the facilities for it. Uh, if I ever see a UK act. Proper, a proper UK urban act, let's say, at the Super Bowl. Um, even as a guest, I'm losing my wig. What? Get, 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 get Jay House coming in. Did you see what I done? Just come out of nowhere. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. If, imagine. Imagine. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. This, this Super Bowl halftime show is dead. I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen because the Americans no, are just going to kill no, the vibe. Yeah, the Americans are going to kill it up. But you're you're sitting there. You're like, oh, you, you know, you have it on in the background. You maybe you might have switched channels normally. You go on like a Twitter or a, a Instagram, and all you hear is dum dum dum. You're like, what have I missed? What have I missed? There's no way. It will be four o'clock in the morning our time when that comes on, and I'll be in my bed yeah. watching it. I'm screaming the house down, just like when Drake came out to section. See when... what I done. Um, but the Americans be like, "Who is this guy? What, what did you do? Did you do? see what I what, 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 where hey, did he come shut from? Shut up! Reload! about reload it. Reload it. So our week seventeen. Oh, did you see what I done? <laughs> they get me gashing out. I know, like these pipe dreams that will never happen. Um, oh, that that was the second point I was going to make. Without <laughs> oh, never at all. There's no chance. If let's say the team that does win, it's not the Chiefs, and it's a team that it's a collection of players that will only ever win the Super Bowl once, and their one Super Bowl appearance is a half-empty stadium where they don't mm-hmm. get the authentic reaction of winning the title, hearing the crowd roar, getting that that yep. that feeling. That's also going to be a bit of a killer because you that's yep. what you work your life towards. That this yeah, but then you, you got to think you got to think pandemic NBA. We've seen it. Um, yeah, 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 fair the, point. The, yeah, although fair although, point. although the reactions the of the crowd fair weren't point. there. The players loved it the same amount. They were partying even more because now they're in a bubble. They're restricting it to themselves. So the NBA one, that's a very good comparison. Actually, obviously that was the one to think of. I didn't think about it. Uh, the NBA one's a little bit different because there's less people. 
There's only 12 yeah. odd players. But they had less fans. They had less, yeah. like, they had zero fans technically in the building, apart from the, like the family. So. so it makes it harder. So the NBA one makes it harder to the NFL one. You can yeah. get a little bit more hyped for. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Um, okay. So our week 17 picks. In the AFC matchup, I had the Colts and the Titans. In the AFC South matchup, I had the Colts and the Titans. In the NFC South matchup, I had the Bucks and the Saints. Then in the NFC East, you picked the Eagles and the Cowboys. Oh, I like it how so far we've all picked the same, uh, picked the two matchups in each division. And then for the NFC East, you picked the Jets, I picked the Bills. For the NFC North, you had the Vikings and the Packers. For the AFC North, you had the Browns and the Ravens. For the AFC West, I had the Chiefs and the Raiders. And then for the NFC West, I had the Rams, you had the Seahawks. And those are Week 17 picks. There's definitely going to be a couple really weird wins. There's always those weird wins in week one and week 17. Some players know this may be their last NFL game, potentially. Some are playing for, oh, a lot are playing for contracts next year, for playing for mm-hmm. tape next year. Some have already packed it in. Some, this is their Super Bowl, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. That takes it. So the three late games, which one of those three late games you're watching? I think I definitely want to try and watch Cards, Rams. No, I think it may be a dual screen, Cards, Rams and Seahawks 49ers, because that could be really big either way. Wait, am I bugging? On my one, there's only one late game. Oh, that's Monday, isn't it? So the late games, uh, Packers, Bears. What, had they switched up the schedule? Oh, I might have done yeah, that. Yeah, they switched up the schedule. Ah, oh, fuck, I did it on Sunday. Ah, oh, damn it. Let me check how they've done it. So the Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Giants, Jets, Patriots, Falcon, uh, Vikings, Lions, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, all at the same time. Um, and then Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams, Jags, Colts, Titans, Texans, Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Packers, Bears, uh, Saints, Panthers, all at the same time. The oh, Monday sh- night is Washington. No, that's Philly. that's late Sunday. That's late Sunday. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I ain't watching that. Fuck that game. Yeah. A fuck. Just all same, all same day. Um, they split up time wise because yeah. I think it, it just gets a bit too much. But okay. definitely, so, I, I think it's a heavy, heavy red zone day. A heavy yeah. red zone day. I'm used to watching the Jags play at six. And now they're not playing at six. And I still will watch the Jags against the Colts because I'm a homer, a bit of a homer. I always want to watch my team and see how the players do. Which game I'm watching from the early slate? It's got to be Bills, Dolphins, and then Red Zone, right? Or Browns, Steelers, and Red Zone. Yeah, you're definitely going to be Browns, Steelers, and Red Zone. I think I may. I don't be- know. I don't, I'll, I'll check into that. Um, I'll see what Rudolph is doing. Um, and then if if he if he ain't exciting me, there's some division. There's some ones that. Have playoff implications. But I need to see like the Bills, Dolphins is one that has playoff implications. I need to see uh, Ravens. Cow- I need to I need to see if they win and have the potential of getting in. Giants, Cowboys as well. I think um, Giants, Cowboys would be an interesting one depending on how they play. Um, Jets, They're Patriots all- might be interesting depending on what happens. No, no playoff implications there. There's no playoff implications there. No, there's not even top 
if they okay, if they, I've told you, if that was for the number one seed, that would be the premier game to watch because I want to see how Belichick would finesse that game. That would be such a historic game to watch. Oh, oh, hilarious. Uh, it would be amazing. And then the late games, there feels like quite a few to watch. I reckon. I think, right. I'm, yeah, I think I'm on. I'm, I'm, I think I'm on Packers Bears just for the lows. <laughs> but um, Ram cards. I think it could be Ram cards because Bears are still in the playoff show. Yeah. So well, speaking, bet, yeah, bet, yeah. speaking of that, do you have the playoff picture in front of you? Um, I don't. So no. I've before today I jotted down who I think will make who I think will be making the playoffs and missing the playoffs for each yep. division. So in the AFC. One of the Colts, Browns, Ravens, Dolphins, Titans will miss out. One of those five teams will miss out. I've got that the Browns will miss out. Who do you have? Oh, hold on, let it load. Uh, the five teams in the AFC. I think I'm going with the Ravens to miss out, which I know is... I know it's blasphemous. Wow, right? that is big. Yeah, I know, but the way the AFC... The way the AFC AFC North rivalry games go, um, it is they are rough. They are tough games. We play each other well, even though necessarily our uh, records wow. wouldn't say we do, uh, shouldn't do. But I think they have the possibility. To, if my backup on that one is the can the Dolphins fall out? Well, yeah. if they if they do, if I think if the Dolphins and Ravens both lose, the Ravens will drop out. And but then and then the I think the Colts are going to come in, so they're knocking someone out. When I think it's the potential to be the Dolphins or the Ravens. So whatever one happens there, I think it could cool. be one of those two. So who's your prediction that's missing out? Uh, my first prediction is the Ravens. So you think? But Ravens my but my my backup is no. There's no backups. Stick to yeah, my back, my, back, my backup is the Dolphins oh. with the Colts fighting in. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying my first choice is the Ravens. I'm going to go bold prediction Ravens. Oh, so interesting because I had the Browns. Okay, so we've got two different ones. That's interesting. Yeah. Browns. So I've got Browns missing out. Okay. I, I do think that there is a possibility for the Dolphins, but that's too easy a, a say without any like real consequences. So I'll go with the Ravens on a, on a short one. NFC now. We, yeah. so outside of the NFC East, because we'll talk about that after, yeah. one of the cards Bears and Rams will drop out. Hard I say Bears and Rams. I've jotted down who I think will drop out. Yeah. I'm for you. Oh, so, uh, do you want me to sell it or? Yeah, you know, you say you say yours. <laughs> so I think the who do I jot down? I think the Bears are going to miss out. So I think Cardinals will win their game and Bears will lose theirs. Yeah, Bears are losing their game. Just going to let you know that. If Aaron Rodgers has the opportunity to knock out the Bears in a in a divisional game, the last game of the year, and finesse their whole playoff situation and win MVP at that game. Yeah, and it's done. It's if done. they lose, it will mean that the Cards have to win against the Rams. But, but then who can can someone else sneak in? No, no. No, okay. So who, who, who do you think is missing out? Rams need a Cardinals win and a Bears loss. Oh, no, and a Bears win, sorry. Yeah, so for the Rams to be knocked out, they need the Bears. Uh, it's a Bears win and Cardinals win, I believe. Yeah, but I, I don't think that Bears win is going to happen. So who's your prediction? Is it Bears as well? 
I don't think Cardinals are necessarily going to jump up either. That's my problem. Pick one. I think I know. I think it stays. I think it stays as is. The Cardinals are missing out. I think the Cardinals. I think the the Cardinals miss out. However, the Cardinal the Cardinals win. Cardinals win. Bears loss. What does that mean? That Bears miss out. That's what I'm predicting. That, that means Bears. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, th- I think the Bears are missing out. Okay, so you're agreeing with me. Cool. Yeah, because I, I think Aaron Rodgers is killing them. I think he's killing them. And you don't think the, the cards will be? And I think the I think the cards beat the Rams. Cool. With the backup QB. Fair. And then we get on to the NFC West. So you've got Washington, Cowboys, and Giants. Yep, I think Cowboys make it in. As I said, I don't give a fuck about this division. I don't care who goes in. So I'm just going to go for the least likely outward. I'm just going to say the Giants are going to make it. Fuck it, because I don't care. There's no way. There, I, I'm, stop it. There is no way the Giants make it in. Not at all. Let's, let's have some integrity. The New York Giants team. are going to win the NFC West. <laughs> let's, have NFC some integ- let's have some integrity about this show. Right? The Packers, one seed. The Saints, one seed. I mean, Saints two seed, Seattle three seed, and then Tampa Bay comes in at the fifth seed, right? Cool. That's what's looking like, yeah. Yeah. I think the Cowboys go in at the fourth seed, Rams at the sixth seed, and then Cardinals at the eighth. Or, or it might be a Rams and Cards switch. Uh... I mean, Cardinals at the seventh, even, sorry. So it might be, it might be Rams at seven, Cardinals at six. Yeah, head to head. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean there. Um, is, yeah, but is, do they win the head to head, or is it just based on record? I'm, if it's based on record, then it'll be Rams and then Cardinals. If it's based on record, they'll have the same record. Then I don't know how it will work out with the other things that they use. Yeah, the other, the other tiebreakers. But either way, I think the Cowboys get the fourth seed. Cowboys get the fourth seed. Buccaneers at fifth. Which Rams yeah. at sixth. Cardinals at seventh. If that is the case. The winner of the NFC West, which you believe is the Cowboys, will have a home game against Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then whoever comes in in sixth, which you believe to be the Rams or the Cardinals, depending on how the tiebreaker would work, will have mm-hmm. a divisional game against the Seahawks. Yep. And then the other team will have to play in a dome in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. But for the AFC, what does that mean? If if the Marwan goes the right, just say so the Ravens drop out. So let's. Yeah, if, the, if, the, if the Ravens drop out, that means the Browns go to. I think the Browns win and they go sixth, and then the Colts go seventh, right? Eight, yeah, seventh, seventh, yeah, yeah. Or so, or do the Colts go sixth and the Browns go stay stay at seventh? No, hmm? I believe the no the Colts will overtake the Browns, so cool. Colts will go eight. So the no, Colts go sixth. <laughs> Seventh. Cots will go seventh. It's just the, the seventh. This new seventh seed is throwing me off. The Cots will go seven. No, Ravens... my, my one, the Ravens lose. So Ravens are out. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah. Colts so seven. Ra- yeah. Colts seven. Browns six. Dolphins five. Titans four. So that was the outlook actually for the playoffs as well. Now, enough of all this, enough of all this teams and picking stuff. We'll get into some who are your fun for the third down, our third and final down. Yep. Joel, let the people know what we do. Um, yes. So we pick an athlete from the NFL 
um, and compare them to an athlete in any other world sport, um, we're looking for the similarities. We're looking for storylines. We're looking for patterns of play. We're looking for everything which um, which can compare the two because we feel like it. That's why. So, uh, Ed, do you want to go first? I can go first. I'm a, I'm first. a, I'm a sucker for, for a storyline. Yeah. And this week, I'm going to be doing a coach comparison. And I really wanted to do one for Mike Tomlin. Um, just because I love sort of what he's mm-hmm. brought to the game and what he's brought to the Steelers organization. And just the, the consummate consistency that he's provided for his organization. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, right. It will need to be a tenured, uh, quite a well-tenured coach for a lot of four that's been consistent and has won and is loved and respected by the organisation. That's harder to find in world football because elite coaches move teams quite often compared to NFL. Mm. Um, let's say, for example, Pep Guardiola. He stays at a team for three or four years, he moves on. Mourinho, he's only at a team for three or four years, then he usually gets sacked. Um, that's another one, random one. Ancelotti he was at Bayern, he was at Real Madrid, he was at Chelsea, he's mm. at Everton, Napoli, he's moving around. Um, and it's harder to find longer tenure. Maybe if I was to do this, if I was to do this about 10 years ago, let's say, and it was solely doing comparison with the Premier League, I would have maybe, this, this may sound disrespectful to say now, but maybe I would have said someone like David Moy, someone who's been consistent for 10 years with Everton always did well with them, but never really necessarily had the success. Um, you've got Wengo, who'd been at Arsenal for so long. You'd had Sir Alex Ferguson, but then Sir Alex Ferguson already has a comparison with Bill Belichick, which is really good. But I was thinking, right, who could essentially be there? I was thinking on more lines of who's had great success, is known for being a charismatic, energetic person in the locker room who's really respected because of his accomplishments mm-hmm. and is really loved by fans and media alike and really respected by players. And has also had some success and has also managed to develop players as well has taken some players to a new level um and i was thinking ah oh, gosh found it i think that guy could potentially work can you guess who it could be which manager it'll be wenger isn't it no uh, so it's, it's someone still managing right now as well that's still managing right now so this guy did switch teams so i did uh, it was maybe about four or five years ago that he joined this new team and a big clue, a big clue would be the colours of Mike Tomlin's team is similar to the colours of his old team. Nuno. No. The common one has to be Nuno. Man like Jürgen. Man the like colours of Tomlin's team are the same colours as Jürgen's team. Jürgen's old team. Oh, old team. I didn't say the old. Fair. Yeah. Dortmund. So you've got the two black and yeah. yellow team, the yellow, the yellow wall and then... The Steelers. Um, well, we're black and gold, but yeah, go on. Is it gold? Yeah, it's common misconception because of whiz. I was gonna say, didn't whiz say black and yellow? Yeah, but it's, it's black and gold. Didn't your didn't your Pittsburgh boy say black and yellow? But anyway, we'll get into it. Black and yellow rolls off the tongue a little bit more than black and gold. Black and gold, black and gold, black and gold. Yeah, but I guess it would have to be a different rhythm. You can't necessarily say anyway. I don't know. We're, we're yeah. getting into music. Um, so that that was that was who I thought the comparison would be Jurgen Klopp. Both of them are really respected from their players and media alike. They've got great personalities mm. and they both now, well, Klopp past couple of years has been successful at the highest level with Liverpool. Uh, Tomlin, of course, even when Klopp 
was at, even if you're going to do a comparison for Bundesliga, where you've got that beast of a machine in Bayern Munich winning year on year on year on year. Remember, Dortmund also won the Bundesliga during that time as well. And it can sort of relate to the accomplishments Mike Tomlin has done within the NFL winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Dortmund did make it to the Champions League final. <laughs> Funny enough, got beaten by Bayern in London. Uh, and then he went to Liverpool and was able to prove himself in Liverpool for a team that didn't have success for a while. Also, the terms of the player development. Klopp has gone on and developed quite a few players. They brought Andy Robertson from Hull, who were relegated. Trent Alexander-Arnold came from the academy. Sadio Mane wasn't what he was before he came to Liverpool. Same for Salah. Um, Bobby Firmino has improved. Reject. It's a, reject's a harsh word. Um, I mean, you rejected him. Hendo has developed under a play as well, had a lot more um, success as well. They did make some big signings, like your Allisons in goal and your Van Dijk's in defence. Uh, but yeah, that was the comparison I made of Jurgen Klopp and Tomlinson. That's where I thought they had some similarities. Fair play. And yeah, like like always with uh, with Mike Tomlin, even when with the QB carousel Pittsburgh had last year, they'll always have a respectable team. And I think with Klopp, no matter who you put in front of him, he'll always have a respectable team. As we are finding this year with a bunch of their injuries, they look like, fuck, they look like they could win the league. But yeah, that's my comparison. That is very, very fair play. Okay, so my one is, I'm going to choose chaos. I'm going to choose chaos. We've got player that has been labelled as dirty. Um, dirtiest player of the decade recently, actually. Um, really? He recently got labelled, yeah. Um, we're going with Wontes Perfect. Uh, out AB um, kind of caused his demise um, in Arizona State in college. I think he got kicked out for fighting. I think also punching up someone else player on the field or something like that. Um, like it was, he's had a troubled, troubled upper coming, but he had immense talent. Um, this might be where the person whether similarities stop because the talent level that for that for what perfect has done they must have believed his talent level was like through the roof because there is no way um he should have even made it to the nfl with some of the stuff that he's done okay. um and then even done at the nfl um this player has also been labeled a dirty player um a bit more charismatic a bit more open to talk to the media and make a fool of himself um he kind of kind of flaunts it in your face um, but he's labelled, but he's not. I think he's a bit more vocal than Perfect is um, when right. committing such atrocities. Um, he is retired now. They're both seeming as they're they're both not playing now because of um, well, one because Perfect he kind of made his way out of the league as compared to this person who was just at an age where he should have stopped or the talent wasn't there to carry on. Um, they both played for teams that were a bit at the time uh, lower on the rung uh, let's say uh, not, they weren't world class teams they were kind of bottom, mid, mid table to lower uh, during their tenures he did switch a couple to, he did switch teams um, a, f- a few times uh, he even went to different countries but he was always himself I was and that fo- is causing chaos. That, uh, yeah, that is football. Okay. And this is causing chaos. So my initial thought was mm. an old school Vinnie Jones, but I don't think you would have said Vinnie Jones. Um, so that, that's not my guess. I'm just saying you wouldn't have said Vinnie Jones. 
Then the other obvious example, so the one player I hated the most as a footballer, which um, because of his dirty play, again, I'm not sure if you mentioned because he's a bit of an old school name, was Elaz Juf, um, another guy who I really just despised as a football player. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was thinking, well, when you think dirty players in the Premier League, I think the next one that pops into the head is potentially Mr. Racist tries to speak in a French accent while speaking in English, Joey Barton. And and we've landed. We yes. have landed. My Mr. first proper guess. Yes, yes, Mr. Joey Barton. Have you seen that? Chaos. Chaos and controversy always. Uh, and yes, and if I just uh, speak like this, oh, I, hate, suddenly oh. I am now French. Like, no. No, Joey. For no, those of you that, that don't know, Joey Barton was used to play for quite a few. Newcastle, uh, City, went to Marseille, a couple other yep. places, QPR, because yep. the famous Aguero goal game. Um, he, when he signed for Marseille, he was doing an interview in English in a press conference. And for some reason, I think he's a Geordie. For some reason, he decided to talk in a French accent in English. I have yep. no idea why. It'll be like me going to America. Or like me going to German and start talking in a German accent just for no reason. But but speaking in pure English, only English, nothing but English, just in a German accent. Um, but yeah, Joey Barton is a nutcase. Um, I don't know him personally, but maybe the media could be p- completely construing his whole demeanour and he could be a genuine nice guy. Potentially could be the case. Somewhat but, doubt it, but it could be the case. But from what you see, he is a knob. Um, yep. <laughs> So as even the ones who don't watch football may have seen the Aguero oh. moment, what happened previously in the game, Joey Barton got sent off for his team earlier on for kicking and punching. I think he grabbing balls and whatever he did. Um, yeah, okay. Fontes Burfitt. Did you watch Hard Knocks when they were in Oakland? Yeah. I don't know, with the Raiders. I yeah. sort of, I thought Francis Burfitt was like an all right kind of guy. I was like, oh, he, nice. yeah, he, did, right. he did. He came off pretty well. Yeah, Very like, charismatic. Oh, he's like, a cool just guy. A, he's just a mild mannered guy. Just somehow things just seemed to happen to him. But then when someone does a little bit of research into his story, he was, this behavior seems to follow him everywhere. He was, I think he was also made captain as well. Yep. Um, and, and then did another dirty hit and waved it off to the fans. <laughs> yes, yes, because he um because he felt that it wasn't he felt it was a clean hit. I remember I remember that actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like it. That's, that's a fun comparison, actually. And that's chaos cool. always. Chaos. Mr. Mr. Chaos. I'm try- yeah, I would say Vontes, so Jerry Barton's Vontes Buffett moment, I would say is the Aguero moment. Or that that QPR City game. I think he may have had a couple worse challenges, but I think that's just the most iconic. Yeah. Mm. I still don't know how he got to Marseille, but that's besides the point. He he did always have talent, but <laughs> how many? How many? Not okay. that much. Here's yeah. a good guess. How many England appearances do you think Joey Barton has? England. Yeah. None come to mind, but the way you ask that question means he's had a couple. And I swear I've seen him in the kit or at least at the camp. Uh, I'm going to go with three. One. So. Oh. Oh, I need to guess all, the, all his teams as well. But yeah. Anywho, Joey Barton. You forgot Burnley. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did forget Burnley. I got, I got everything up to Marseille, so I'm pleased with that. City, Newcastle, QPR, Marseille. Burnley, Rangers were his last two. Five appearances for Rangers. Good riddance. Yeah. Let, let me quickly just go to his professional life, uh, personal life. 
personal life. So his brother, oh, that's not cool. His brother was sentenced to life imprisonment for his involvement in a racially motivated murder of Anthony Walker in 2005. Well. So I'm not not holding anything against him. That was his brother, so I'm not holding anything against him. The brother learned his behavior from somewhere and it seems pretty close. Uh, interests, okay, whatever charity work. Barton is a patron of the government who set up to support people with additional problems and no financial support. Okay, cool. That's fair. He, oh, he regularly writes a column on the big issue, which I think is quite cool. A big issue is a paper in the UK, which all the proceedings go to um, homeless to homeless causes and all the people who sell it, because there are people who sell it on the street, they're all homeless people. So it's just another way of providing employment to homeless people. Um, big issue does is the newspaper that do that. That's pretty cool, to be fair to. So, Joel, that is the penultimate uh, episode of the regular season. Week seven, week 16 is in the book. No, this is the last episode of the regular This is the last episode of the regular season. Uh, okay, I guess. I'm not sure how we're counting off because next week we're going to talk a little bit. Okay. Well, next yeah. week is playoffs. It's also playoffs, baby. Fair, fair. Um, next week we will be getting into the playoffs. So we have actual games to talk about and we will be doing our drafts for the playoff yep. teams so we'll yes, both sir. get our draft boards ready looking forward yes, to it sir. so that, oh. is that let us know what you think about our picks in fact let me know who i should pick at number one in both conferences thank you i'll tell you you know if you, you, you want to put your reasons why if you want to put your reasons why as well that's cool with me that's fine by me NFC, I don't know. There's a couple teams you can pick for NFC. You, you got any thoughts? You can pick for AFC. No, stop being stupid. There's only one team you're picking for the NFC. No, you're not. There There's... are a couple teams you pick for AFC. All right, cool. All right, cool. Don't pick the Chiefs. Don't pick the Chiefs. I'll take them. I'll happily take the Chiefs. Don't pick the Chiefs. There's a couple okay. teams. Okay, actually, that, that won't work because then you would. Pick the Chiefs. Joel, pick the Chiefs. Pick the Chiefs. That wouldn't work as what? That wouldn't work as what? That wouldn't work as what? Say it. Hey, that wouldn't work as well. Because you're stubborn, but no, I don't want to pick them. Then I'll pick the Chiefs, and I don't want you to pick the Chiefs. So I'm saying to you, pick the Chiefs. So you won't pick the Chiefs. Get me? So pick the Chiefs. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that was this week's episode of Fern Atlantic. Pick the Chiefs. Once again, if you're going to let me know who to pick, pick the Chiefs. You can do that. You can. I don't need a dissertation. Just a couple quick points. Consider it. See, we we got through the season. We got through the regular season. Pick the Chiefs for regular season during a, ca- a pandemic. <laughs> a pandemic. So yes, my See Wi-Fi's been having. My connection's been having a pandemic this whole fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over and out. Peace.